。イェーイ。イェーイ。We're back with Nadim. Oh, yeah. Hi. Yay. It's really good to be here. Yes. Nadim and I had a lot of profound ascension together at the shift into permanent alignment retreat in Costa Rica with Bentinho Massaro and the team and the other attendees. It's like the sun, right? That childlike laughter of the infinite is like the sun, the radiance, the love, light, warmth. We were seeking ourselves the whole time, yet by doing these gym repetitions of abiding in being aware of awareness and being aware of oneself as the one infinite creator, that then this Satchirananda becomes more and more present. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> and the, the last couple of days after the retreat, since uh, more and more for longer periods, and just in not knowing. And it feels so good every time that there is this. I have to know something, uh, I am someone knowing something, there is this edginess, you know? <laughs> it's like, like this state and innocence and receptivity and openness, sense of wonder and mystery and... Uh, and so there is this naturalness and, and simplicity yeah virtual simplicity for me in these days deeper thinking in the singularity of what is and yeah natural fate of that singularity yes yes perfect mm -hmm. Yet also, there's the beauty in what you just communicated, which is the absolute absence of symbolization, which is you having arrived at the destination. And yet, there are still so many that are in the 3D matrix that are confused and seeking and they need the symbolization they need 
the maps. As Adi Shankara said 1300 years ago, I am in my village, but I need a road to my village. Mm -hmm. And so that's the funny cosmic joke. As Rumi said too, you go from room to room looking for the diamond that's already around your neck. And so when you reach the destination, you're just like, as you described a moment ago, yet when you're, quote, on this pathless path, that the symbolization, the maps, the little waypoints, the pins, the retreats, the aphorisms, the books, the entheogens, all of that stuff compounds on a conceptual lattice work that then creates the direct experience of being aware of awareness of being aware of oneself as the creator yeah and it's it's also really true the uh, deeper meditations or deeper penetrations like the neti neti always uh, seeing i'm not this i'm not that i'm aware of this therefore it can never be me if not this then what is i and it's true this repetition like you call it that when you then rest in not knowing it's vibrant and alive just to put some water there is definitely nadim say that part again you you cut out for just a moment that when you when you rest in specifically the the mystery and the no, not knowing yeah, when, when when we rest in the, or when I rest, uh, not knowing in this mystery, uh, kind of after uh, the application of will over and over of seeking myself as the creator and you know, seeing through all the layers, seeing through all the identity structures again and again, something comes up, seeing it in infinite acceptance, seeing it's not me, and then the resting in not knowing fate is so much more, uh, I would almost say, alive or vibrant or pristine. So there is definitely relevance, like your first application, because before, like, uh, the not knowing is more conceptually. Like you say, I don't know, and then you go on knowing things you think you don't know, but you know, just gave up the power of that you also know what you need to know, when you need to know it. You just gave that up kind of, uh, through that nonchalant or concept, conceptual not knowing. And this pristine not knowing also gives rise to communication, gives rise to spontaneous action. So it's not like a space of uh, non-happening or non-communication with the play. It's just that it's seen as a uh, as a non-happening and happening simultaneously. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. so, yeah. Ah, <laughs> <coughs> uh, there's this restful, timeless ease, perfection, ineffability of what you describe. And yet then there's this also this knowing that the ascensionary process that we're experiencing in this dreamed creation 
is very clearly moving from a third density humans to a fourth density of love, having the, the opening of the heart chakra, the green, going from that yellow to green. Yes. And so then we are the architects of the transition into the service to others, into the purity of God's love light. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like uh, something even more clear during the retreat was how the identity can only care about itself. The sense of I can only care about the sense of I. What can happen is this I starting to include all of itself. And then there is a natural response to the calling or the, yeah, the calling, let's say, it, uh, from the rest of itself, calling upon some inspiration, some information, some pointers, some compassion, and all of this. Uh, and then we can, can, can respond to each other's calling. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love how you put that this, the I, that initially feels like it's a separate entity, realizes that the I is shared, that the I is impersonal, that the I is eternal. And when it does that process of expanding, that's when it moves from that third density yellow to the fourth density love, green, that as it does that, that it recognizes that the best thing for me to do with this God's love light calling is to be shifted into permanent alignment in service to others because it is the same I, the same I am, the same awareness mm -hmm. that's impersonal, shared, eternal. Yes. Yeah, and and, and I, I think powerful to address a bit that it, it's um it starts going in. Uh, it's kind of like you you see through the veil experientially, and the eye is now including all, and then it falls asleep, or the body mind falls asleep again, and again believes it is only the body. Only the uh, the sense of Nadim, the personality, all of this. So the, there is a quite a uh, a varied uh, um, the varied aspect about um, around the dynamics of when you start your attention, your beingness service to the rest of yourself or to all of yourself because in the beginning it's still mixed with uh, with all the identity needs right the okay now I'm going to be of service and then I will be more the one infinite creator or something you know this also for me I always observe like somehow it it validates that I'm more the one creator or uh, I need to make a living out of you know, I have to survive. So uh, there is the money aspect too. And then how do you be able to stay true to that while you also want to 
to make money through what you truly love, to what you are guided to to explore. But there is this uh, normalness or naturalness in it first having to be mixed somehow, or very often it is uh, a natural part of it. You can say a natural part of the progress um, to for it to be mixed, and then through the through the service and and the dynamic, there is a learning that happens and a purification and a deepening, and a letting go of the needs, the identification with that lower desires you can get, uh, based in black and based in fear, and all of this. And, uh, and it's kind of just through the of how you feel when you start to desire the gender more than the need of the lower desires. They uh, start all these kinds of things, and I think this is a very powerful practical part in through the part of service and that more and more genuine. And just be honest, you know, because it's easy to feel things within ourselves if we desire that, if we want to see them, it's easy, right. <laughs> You feel it. It's different. Uh, so yeah, I think this could be a practical point. Maybe you can. Uh, yeah. How to say, uh, hit the tennis ball back. Ball back. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Oh, that was so well articulated. Yeah. Ah, uh, it's as though when we shift from that yellow third density to that green unlocking heart chakra love fourth density that as we do that process that there's not a binary shift done mm -hmm. it's very mixed very very mixed frequencies so there's still as you unlock this cosmic consciousness you unlock this higher state of love and you recognize that shared I awareness being impersonal and having this desire of true service to others that it doesn't start absolutely pure right off the bat that there's this mixed there's this mixedness still with the conditioning with the psychology with the identity with the form with the ego there's still the mixedness and over time we gently and sometimes aggressively separate ourselves from that psychology from that conditioning from that yellow matrixy third density human algorithmically scripted limbic primal behaviors and patterns more and more towards what feels like God's love light truly purely in service and that is beautiful to recognize that over time the frequencies become more and more clearly separated mm -hmm. yes yeah uh, I don't know 
one of the greatest powers is really the acceptance of the seeing of the mixedness of the vibration because it's also the, the most difficult in a sense uh, oh just it is the most difficult in have a session <laughs> because it's the self-image we have to overcome it's ah. a hitchhiker like like you before and every time that we line up our seeing with the already accepted nature of all things including the program we're running in our the more that there is this natural relaxedness this surrender and surrender also just happens when there is no good reason not to surrender when all the reasons we had not to surrender to to, to identify with the defense mechanism have run out are nonsensical then it's just a surrendering that happens right when surrendering happens you see that the moments you are accepting were already accepted and the moments you're not accepting were also already accepted <laughs> and there is just so much freedom in that. Because in the moment when this this is triggered, the self-image, the ego, in that moment, it is shaky in your, you can say, aulic field or just in, in the field, you know? It's like, there is this little, your, your heart is bumping a little bit faster and then it's, that's the moment to make the choice. You know, like, okay, who am I? <laughs> Am I that or am I I? That what sees, that what knows, that what is free, right? And it is in these moments that the most of my my power of free will was regained through seeing, no, I am not this, and then making the choice based on that seeing, kind of as a, as a result of that choice, but also a verification of that. You know, when you see that the behavior shift, it is the verification that the choice is made so kind of like basing your choices out of what is the most powerful for you what is the most regaining of the free will it's so potent <laughs> it's so enlivening it really allows you to have the true validation of self you know like the i exist as infinite freedom and i can choose i am infinitely powerful <laughs> If anything is all the power is there, exact same moment of the already acceptedness being recognized, being aligned with. <laughs> I love your focus there on acceptance of the most coolest aspect to this creation in many ways. As is said in the Law of One and by many of the mystic traditions as well, is that this reality is designed by us and has been iterated on, refined over time to make this 
very specific ascensionary place of that third to fourth density shift mm -hmm. very exciting very cool very fun very challenging very mixed frequency and that's why accepting radical acceptance of that cool mixed frequencies and also the radical acceptance of okay there's going to be conditioning there's going to be psychology as i liberate myself into more of this heart chakra love god's love light vibration that there's going to be these little egoic hitchhiker impurities and that i'm going to radically accept that that's the case and then i'm going to radically call myself a fraud because i'm watching my I'm watching my frames. When you're really good at watching your frames, you're good at watching your behaviors and your patterns, then you can call yourself out on your BS and you no longer have the trigger because the trigger, when somebody reflects, hey, there might be some impurity there, there might be some service to self that's happening disguised as service to other, that you have no trigger. You actually, instead, what you do is you say, thank you so much for bringing that up. Please, let's play with that more. Please share with me more that reflection. And then that's also balanced later once you have done a lot of purity that then you may get a reflection that actually is reflecting to you to be more confident. Mm -hmm. And so there's also that, which is interesting, that you might get a more matrix level reflection from a third density yellow mind-body-spirit complex, and you'll have to wisely use that fifth density wisdom balance to gracefully decline the reflection that it's perfect and true but that what's the lesson coming up is for me to gracefully decline and so then there's that also which is very fascinating and takes takes a little bit of gym repetitions as well to get really subtle at even that mm -hmm. yeah i really love chair because this um this positive relationship to our BS is and I feel it deep already so much and there is always space for deepening in that uh, in my experience at least um, but it is very crucial you know we cannot really go deeper if we not want to see it if we not see that it's actually a good thing Like you shared, every time we go through it, there is a deeper confidence that arises out of the clarity because we now saw something that was out of alignment that was uh, limiting us because we, we believed in it. We chose with our power of belief and identification to give our power to that construct. Now we become aware of that construct. It's a little bit shaky, but then we can allow this energy to come back, kind of like this, free, this frozen free will Uh, defrosting again huh? uh, and so yeah the, having a positive way of seeing that or relationship to art seeing this is very crucial 
I loved it too. Brought it up. Yes. Yeah, and I like how you continue to use this analogy, which is really powerful, which is that in many ways, it's as though the will and the choice is in a big block of ice. And Bentinho was sharing this with us at the retreat as well. This big block of ice that's very contracted and very separate. And as we've mentioned throughout our conversation is that as the block of ice becomes more and more aware of awareness, becomes more and more aware of love and the green heart chakra, fourth density love, that it melts. It melts more and more by accepting that it has will and choice with polarizing itself towards service to others, towards God's love light. And it gains spiritual mass, as Bentinho talked about in the Mirror Talks podcast as well, gains the polarity of that spiritual mass as it liberates itself out of the ice more and more towards that God's love light, more water, more like liquid, and then eventually whoosh, steam, vapor, unity, mirror, true God's love light, the one infinite creator, completely pure, just blissfully, joyfully, peacefully channeling the absolute highest effortlessly as that steam, as that vapor. Mm. <laughs> I, I love, uh, I love being here very much. <laughs> it's like a yeah. meditation and communication simultaneously. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Nadim, before we started talking, when I asked him, I was like, we were just giggling for the first minute on video chat. And then I was like, can I send you a StreamYard link and we can just go live on our platforms? And Nadim goes, this is too much joy to not share. <laughs> yeah. It was perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. This really this. You might if I smoke a little cigar? As you wish, of course. As you wish. <laughs> I like I like that. The meditation, the abiding, the communication, the reflections all happen. And that's why the alchemistry of the container and the retreat continues to gravitate us towards one another, like right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We can uh, invite those that are in this chat space watching our communication this meditation. Uh, I'd love to invite everyone to, when there is moments of silence, see if you can 
just let go of the need to describe, to follow the descriptions, and just also give yourself a few moments fresh air, fresh breeze, nowhere to go, nothing to be. Just resting in the mystery. Another powerful thing to see is that from this space, the thing that makes the speaking is relevance rather than anything. Now, like when there is just this silence, this already wholeness, this completion, then the thing that makes you speak from there is relevance the relevance to communicate something rather than the need for yourself to communicate something. It was powerful to see distinction. There's no longer a lack. There's no longer a need. Rather, there's a spontaneous creativity and pure, joyful, peaceful, illuminative relevance. I got that reflected to me at the retreat by Corey. She was telling me about how for us to hang out and talk, to make it less about the need and rather more about the spontaneous, intentional, playful creativity relevance listen to me because i need to share with you my experience because i need you to validate me 
Huge difference. Huge difference. Huh? It's like, it's like, it's like the hummingbird coming over to the flower for nectar. Okay, did you did you hear my bit? You know, okay. It's like the hummingbird. Did you hear me say that part? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like the hummingbird <clears throat> coming over to the flower for nectar and just coming over to the flower for nectar and like before it goes to the flower for nectar, it like looks around and it's like are there other people watching me as I enjoy this nectar because if there aren't other people watching me, I'm not going to enjoy this nectar. Or just the simple bird, the simple bird that's perched up on the branch. If it's not sending over communications about food and where food is or about there being potentially another animal trying to prey on the birds and sending warning signals that we speak a lot about the bird's song just singing just singing without an audience just singing Express yourself. Dun 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 da 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 dun da 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 dun dun. Express yourself. What's the difference if there's nobody watching, or if there's one person watching, or a hundred people watching? Express yourself. Just that in itself. Feeling whole. Feeling like you are intelligent infinity endlessly expressing itself as all of the creative possibilities and that this Nadim and Atlas costume is beautiful and that it's its own creative unique firework and gift and expression into this dreamed creation but in order for it to express itself as God's love light it has to be done from a place of knowing its true nature. You have to know your true nature in order for your firework to express itself from a place of wholeness, from a place of perfection, from a place of completion, not from a place of lack, not from a place of needing, not from a place of trying to take Maya, take peace and happiness from Maya. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I loved, well, I think one of your previous videos, you uh, said something about, about there being less false notes played. What you call now the firework, the expression of the firework, there will be less false notes. Therefore, mm -hmm. yeah. Like the symphonic aspect to intelligent infinity mm -hmm. is that 
you have this range of more icy, egoic, separate, finite, contracted, attached to form and identity, attached to their personhood. And that can be thought of as out of tune in the symphony. Of course, in the non-dual understanding, everything's already perfect and in tune, but then in the dualistic concession that we hold simultaneously, that there is also a out of tune because there's trying to seek peace and happiness from substances and experiences and other people and relationships. And I will only be happy when I have my nice watch that I can show off to people. And so that's the archetype. And that's what hits the wall within the parable of the prodigal son and then turns inward towards awareness itself. And those that play in tune in the symphony are those that know that the nature of their impersonal eternal awareness itself is peace and joy and illumination. It is the sunlight itself. Karma yoga, the sun never ever expects to sit in the shade. It never expects to eat the fruits of the tree. It just gives, it just waters, it just delivers nourishment endlessly, but balanced with wisdom again for us into the unity because the graceful, loving, kind distance that we create for ourselves rather than the martyrdom is mission critical as well. Yes. The symphony is a good one. I, I'm glad you brought that. That's a good one. It's like it sounds like this, and I did this in the Simulation 740 episode with Hillary and Gina and Gilad. That it sounds like this when you're in the more enlightened symphonic vibration. It sounds like warm, 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 and then when you're in the egoic out of tune vibration it sounds like feel like we're getting to a pretty good place to also wrap soon. Mm -hmm. That was really strong. <sighs> As Nadim said, take this moment where both of us are just relaxed into being and use it yourself also stop describing your experience stop with the symbolization and just relax into the very fact of existing 
I am. Just relax into awareness without description and just stay there for a bit with us. And if it comes up to giggle like a kid, giggle. If you feel joy, abide in that. That's the Satchitananda. And it's great to do that for a minute and more. But for those that are really beginners, just do it for two to five seconds. It's that gym repetition. Aren't you, aren't you interested when you look at these yogis and mystics that have united truly through this veilless veil, this gateless gate with their true nature and have abided and refined and purified themselves into just the absolute God's love light? Don't you wonder? Don't you have interest? Don't you have desire to know? that well the infinite well of honey the waterfall of bliss and joy and peace and ecstasy from just the very fact that they are don't you have interest how is it that they are that incredible bliss, peace, illumination. And why am I a mixed bag of frequencies 
the mind toiling me around, taking me around. I must enter into the matrix machine and earn money and get a 30 year mortgage. And oh my God, how do I happy? How do I happy? I don't know how happy. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Look at the difference. There's a big difference. And so ask yourself the question, why, how do these yogis, do these mystics, do these people that know their true nature feel bliss, joy, peace, illumination, ecstasy, just from pure being itself? <laughs> Nadim's in France right now, and so it's a little later <coughs> his time. Nadim's been posting some good content on his Instagram. We'll put the link in the bio below for you to go and give him a follow and check that out. And Nadim, are you going to start a YouTube channel? Uh, yes, I was inspired. <laughs> I think one of these days I will uh, open the channel, the little picture, and I start sharing the content there. Yeah, you already have a lot of video content of you talking on Instagram that you can also just port and upload over to YouTube as well. And then yeah, every most of it now is, is on Facebook. Like I didn't share much last month and now I'm starting to share again uh, from uh, more purified space. <clears throat> uh, so yeah, I feel a lot of inspiration and openness to share. So there will come more content in the following days and weeks to come. This is the intention. So I will open the YouTube channel and we will we'll add it here too. And then whatever is the platform the people love yeah. to the most, uh, they can find something there. The easiest place to get organic reach right now is YouTube. And the second best place to get organic reach is TikTok. And then the third best organic place to get reach is Instagram Reels. So Reels, yeah. But Reels have to be under 30 or so seconds. But the best place to get reach is still TikTok. But then those are really short videos. Mm -hmm. And so to get reach with longer videos, the best place right now is YouTube. You and, have it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm on TikTok as well. Yeah. I was, I was, <laughs> uh, uh, like the inspiration that came was uh, because of the group that is forming through the Costa Rica retreat. Maybe we can make a shared TikTok and we can take uh, the highlights of everyone's shared content. Mm. Kind of like a. I like that. We can see. Whatever it, uh, what of it stays true, what stays exciting, uh, but it can it can be an option. 
and I'm just not so familiar with YouTube, uh, but through the the way that you open this channel and the communication and the shared live videos and everything, it's really nice. It's really good. Very spontaneous. So, yeah, good inspirations, bro. <laughs> yeah, it was right four years of doing this type of stuff and then over time it just becomes streamlined right and easy so we it's still early right 2021 is still early in the media game and so to get into the different social platforms as a enlightenment or awakening media focused brand is really mission critical to going from that yellow third density matrix to the fourth density heart chakra love because that's really the transition requires us to take more of the collective consciousness and move it towards enlightenment and awakening media and away from the matrix propaganda of our own creation Uh, nice one. <laughs> we created the matrix propaganda ourselves <laughs> to liberate ourselves from our own creation mm. mm -hmm. and another piece that is important to say is that when you look at the mystics when you look at the yogis that have communed with their true nature, that feel that infinite waterfall, well of honey, ecstasy, bliss, peace, illumination, they don't require money. A lot of people are stuck thinking that I need money in order for me to feel bliss, peace, illumination. If you have the simple water, the simple bit of food, There are plenty of examples of people with just that, that feel, that ecstasy of just pure being itself. Now, having shelter, having electricity, having computers are also solid additions that are very double-edged in many ways the same way you can have a shelter that you have just a little mattress pad to lay on 
is the same double-edged shelter that can be a 30-year mortgage. The same computer that you have can be used for enlightenment media that can be used to completely, utterly distract yourself with the biggest matrix propaganda. So know that. And the same thing with food. Even food can be used for the bits of nourishment or it can be used to fulfill a distorted kink in your existence which is the addiction to the neurochemical storm that you get from salt oil and sugar and high fructose corn syrup so <laughs> so just have that vigilance you know what know that the yogis the mystics the satchitananda itself does not have prerequisites what does prerequisites mean it does not have attributes that you need to have in order to feel Satchitananda. Mm -hmm. You don't need something first to feel Satchitananda. Although, again, nuanced simultaneity that having clean water and having the bit of food facilitates the ease <laughs> yes <laughs> because now Nadim and I don't have to go and find a spring to get water. Yeah. And so it's just easier for us to relax because we have that filtered water on tap rather than needing to also have a spring. So... Yeah. Yeah. Very powerful to, to from time to time come back to that wonder of how easy we have it in certain ways. You know? Because it's easy to lose the wonder of creation when we grow up with a certain thought. It's like it's always been there for everyone, not all the time everyone. But still for most of those that listen, I assume, there is a certain level of comfort, of all readiness, of all the things that needs for survival, for these things. It's really powerful to then see how, uh, yeah, how raw the creation actually is. You know, like a few hundred years ago, if you would live, it would feel completely different. 
there would be more uh, more opportunities to instantly die <laughs> and now for example it's like you're just closer to that and i feel one of the things that um we can do because we don't have to give everything away per se although we can do that or with a part of it or whatever feels powerful but we can just imagine use the power of the imagination that we are going to die physically the your body is going this life, this dream this specific dream with the character and this theater play how it is playing out it is going to end and the more that i remind myself of that of become aware of that and really tune in um the more you come to life right it's a funny thing <laughs> becoming aware that your body is going to die someday makes you come more alive makes you more careless about things you should not care about about silly things right validation about things <laughs> all the things that are ruining our innate play so yeah i think yeah uh, in the retreat also again like uh, or maybe it was not in the retreat but a session i heard recently is like imagine a few hundred thousand years from now nobody is going to know your name <laughs> nobody is going to remember you and now you think it's so important what you say trying not to fail no 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 but it's gonna fly away like this like nothing and when we when we play with that imagination with the truth we just tune into that yeah. <laughs> that we feel much and and the mind can be a little bit afraid of that because it thinks it will become careless in the sense of like not caring about anything and being nonchalant about these things but the funny thing is that the non-caring and the nonchalant comes from the fear comes from the being bound comes from the caring about so many things and it being too much but if these things resolve through whatever reason but in this moment through that imagination of meeting the end of this lifetime the end point of this storyline narrative then it's okay <laughs> and in that in that freedom in that happiness there is the autom uh, automatic uh, response i would say towards true care for whatever appears whatever you are present to whatever circumstance your family your friends there is this natural care and at the same time you don't need them to change anymore you don't expect from them anything else than that what they want what they what they ask you vibrationally in speech and um yeah. and it's if you know like then it's really effective <laughs> like the more natural is about effective it is yeah now i saw so many times that uh, someone was in pain and i was 
wanting or helping being not to be in pain only because it confronted me with when I was in pain and I didn't want it to feel that or something like this, you know? And then you dress that up as, yeah, I'm just wanting to help you and blah, 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 of these things. It's just because I don't want to bear with the discomfort of that moment. And it's just one of many of the things to things I saw within myself to then really allow being to feel whatever it is feeling because it is its own guiding mechanism it is its own catalyst and uh, yeah there is a lot of nuance and maturity that happens in that in that involvement and maybe just a nice example of the many many things that inside of the game of purification, genuinification of the service. <laughs> so, yeah. Nadine brings up a very important point. Relax into the very fact that this play happening right now is beautiful and perfect and free and a hundred thousand years from now nobody will give a fuck about this play <laughs> you know, I saw uh, a few months ago, I saw uh, a session on YouTube of someone that is uh, kind of the, I don't know how to say, leader or manager of a group of people who are working on technology that is most probably going to come out, some extraterrestrial technologies that have been shared. And some of these things are like, for me, either if they, they come fast or not, it's just like what it opened, what it opens for me. For example, the way that communication is going to happen is going to shift completely. Like, internet is going to disappear. And the communication will, will be through a device that is the size of a coin. And you can just put it, and I can say, call Atlas. And then uh, this uh, beam is projected out of the coin, and you can have the silhouette of Atlas. And communicate like this. Um, that will be in your brain. It won't be. It won't be outside of you anymore. I think the coin is in between phase. It's right? in between phase. Yeah. 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 Like, but but the internet won't disappear. No. No, the internet stays because that's the fabric that we use through which we communicate even when we get to the place of the telepathic, that it's still a internet 
that enables us to do that process. Mm -hmm. It's, it's always been an internet. It's like the oxygen that I inhale right now comes from the phytoplankton and trees. That's an internet. It's an interweb of interdependent relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's maybe just the, the screen that disappears. Like the way we see internet, like Google, maybe just the idea of like taking a screen, typing in Google and finding things like that. That I ha that I have this external device that yes. that that changes because it's no longer an external device as you say the next phase brings it down even more in size creates these holographic style projections is voice activated and then eventually even that external device becomes internal and that and so we're we're talking like 50 100 years we're talking like yeah, we're here. not speaking 50 years he was speaking like six years 10 years uh, but not for all the technologies but yeah i think for the major shifts will be some decades for sure um, but there was something else maybe just to bring in because it, it opened the infinite abundance was like really cool permission slip uh, was the replicators. And, the Star uh, Trek replicator is yeah. very, very important technology for abundance. Yeah. Yeah. It can it, like uh, one of the examples is, for example, if you want a certain meal, <clears throat> you can just <clears throat> type in the rest, the recipe and it just out of the eater, out of the, like i don't know how to it uses e equals mc squared it uses the mass energy equivalence because mm -hmm. it turns it from pure energy into the specific recipe that you've indicated yes. yeah exactly that so the the question is like if they make a replicator big enough to replicate replicators then, <laughs> then, then the whole planet can have replicators very fast and then uh you 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 will have automatically uh, all the food that you need. You know, there can there will be no starvation, no of these uh, yeah. survival things anymore. And this will just uh, there are many of these technologies, right? Uh, it, it just feels like um, yeah, like it will be this next level permissions global to lucidify the consciousness. Perfect. Into infinite everythingness and infinite abundance being represented through these technologies as an intermediate step to tap into that again you know because it, it, it's it's like growing up on this planet you really start to believe that there is not enough of everything for everyone on the planet you know, like you really believe that when you grow up you know it, it's like crazy this was just a powerful permission slip for me to to like connect to this infinity becoming also physicalized representative quite soon i love that i love that it's such a good way to put it that this star trek style future technologies and this is where science and engineering and technology are really important that the anchoring of those technologies into our decentralized social fabric are also creating the permission slips as nadim said for us to more frictionlessly commune with 
our true nature as intelligent infinity. Mm -hmm. And the, the vitality of the different bodies will go up so much. Like there will be so much of the light body easily activated for mass consciousness, you can say. Yeah. So it, it's going to open new games and it's going to, like I perceive at least the parallel version of this planet I'm shifting into uh, or that I'm playing with the imagination of to raise the vibration through that choice. Um, it will open for new ways of exploration that we have no access to yet. <laughs> that this becomes the base ground that everyone has food, that the body is fully gen regenerated again. Because they have these machines, these tubes where you can go laying and it reanimates the body in, in two and a half minutes. For example, you lost your leg. Uh, through the code in the DNA, they can just reanimate that leg in 2.5 minutes. It's crazy. <laughs> and, then, and then ride an exoskeleton itself. Yes. And then ride a complete formlessness, which you <laughs> which you already are, but even more so liberated from the physical, even more so liberated from the physical into something that's like a, it's like a Disney world for mm -hmm. consciousness. <laughs> it's going to be so collectively lucid. <laughs> so collectively lucid, yeah. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> um, it's, yeah. it's also been called the metaverse. The metaverse. Yeah. That collective lucidity of the Disney world of consciousness has been called the metaverse, where you basically can, right now, will into an infinite amount of designer realities mm -hmm. and just enter in one day, one year, a hundred years, three seconds, however long you want. Just like a game mm -hmm. where you take the controller and you play and you play and then you pause, switch to a different game. And you can do that seamlessly, frictionlessly, like Disney World of Consciousness, Metaverse, Collective Lucidity. Also with just even this right here, we, we get a really good amount of data of joy and peace and illumination just being here together. But there's even more data and direct experience of Satchitananda to still even be able to feel mm -hmm. even more of that infinite waterfall of ecstasy that's already our perfect nature. Mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> infinitely more. Yeah. Yep. Infinitely more. Infinitely more. <sighs> okay, let's wrap. <clears throat> A good way to to wrap the nature is both absolute 
void and also absolute infinitely more. <laughs> yes, thank you. I very much enjoyed our conversation. I'll be me too, Nadim. You're so special. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Inside it, we'll do more of these as they blossom spontaneously. I look forward to them. You're so exciting. You're so special. Adore you infinitely. Yeah, and maybe in the future we can uh, bring uh, the color of my twin brother in the mix. I would love that. Really nice. That would be a nice. Uh, I would love that. Just, I feel a really nice dynamic. Uh, consents of the three of us, uh, three instruments merging as one to express that what is infinitely. I'd love that, and also the other highly realized members from the retreat also. So th yeah. that would be fun to do. We'll do that. What's your What's your brother's name again? Yasin. Yasin. Yes. 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 Cool. Cool. Yeah, All right. Connect with uh, in this way with the rest of the group. Yeah, it feels a very natural unfoldment. It's really good. Yeah. And like, and like you said before we started, that this joy is so. Yummy. We can't not share it. We have to share it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. All right. Thanks everyone for tuning in. We love you. We adore you infinitely. Thank you. Give the video a like. Helps the algorithm. Subscribe if you haven't yet. Let us know your thoughts in the comments below. We'd love to hear from you wherever you're at, on your realization, on your abiding. And share the video with people that you feel like this would positively resonate with. Mm -hmm. Check out the links in the bio below to Nadeem. And that is all. We can do a little singy sing sing song. <laughs> Nadim and I have been sending each other some songy voice messages.
na 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 So cute. I love that. <laughs> so cute, bro. So cute, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh. Okay. Um, That's a wrap. All right. I'll end the broadcast. We'll stick around in the studio and talk here. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.